Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Rise podcast. Howdy, howdy, and howdy. This is a we're rolling. fun. Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah, we're, we're rolling. Good. We're good. We're rolling. You know what we're rolling into? We've rolled into the Creative Rise Mastermind launch, launch week. We're so excited. So, quick update. Before we get into that, the Portfolio to Profit Challenge and course was unbelievable. Bonkers. People freaking loved it. We're so excited that people opted into that and just got a ton of that free value. Um, but on top of that, exiting that, we're in the middle of the Creative Rise Mastermind launch, which is also so exciting because this is the sixth round that we've run this. Yeah, right? I think so. Waitlist was bumping. People were so eager to get into this round because of just the stories, the testimonials of what what happens um, in this mastermind, through this mastermind, and you know, kind of how it propels you and your business forward. Um, so yeah. we're stoked at all the people that have already gotten their acceptance, um, mm-hmm. you know, links and have actually got their spot. They've applied. We've been like, yup, they're in. And uh, people are coming in the door. So we're I'm so really excited. excited for this round. Yeah, I think this really one's going to be pretty special. So we're excited about that. And we're also excited you're here because we think that this podcast is going to be value packed. It's totally. going to be a, something that I actually this haven't is, heard talked podcast. about a lot. So yeah. we're excited about this. This is a great podcast. So we're, we're just going to get it right on into it today. By the way, if you're sitting here going, oh, shoot, the mastermind, I forgot I wanted to get into that. You've got to go apply. Yes. You're running out of time. You are running out of time. We're not even going to make it to the end of the launch because spots are going to be taken. Like that's what happens every single time we do this. You've got to go to apply. Go to creativerise.com forward slash apply or just actually don't do that. Just go to creativerise.com and you're going to see the button. But yeah. creativerise.com and that's how you can apply. Or just text us, apply to 916-587-6417 and then we can just send you the link to uh, more information or ask us questions. Text us and ask us questions. If you're yeah. unsure and you're like, ah, I think I really want to do it, but I'm not sure. Ask us questions. Um, we would love to talk to you about it and make sure that it's a right fit for you. Going into today's podcast, we're all talking about how you can predict your future success by asking these four questions. And the reason why we want to talk about that is because successful people all do the same thing. People who fail all do the same thing. Yeah. It's kind of just like woven into the nature. So the road to success or failure is more predictable than you think. That is the, 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 you know, the controlling idea for today. And the question that we want you to ask is what, you know, what if you could find a way, and this is what we want to give you today, to predict whether you're going to you know, fail or succeed in the future? Mm, yeah. Because, we want you to be asking that question. Yes. What does that look like to come up with a system or an idea of thoughts to help you actually have control over like, hey, am I going to succeed or am I going to fail? Yeah. Because the truth is most creatives really view success as if they've struck gold. Like as totally. if it is almost One in a million. random. Like they don't know if they're going to have a great year or if things are going to mm. go tanking or if they're going to get that type of job, if they're going to land the type of clients they want, mm-hmm. if they're going to be successful in their business and be profitable, it feels somewhat random. Like when people are like, oh, I did mm. so great. It's like they are so surprised, right? And if you're unaware of what's going to happen next month or this month, you're honestly, that's a pretty scary place in, to be in your business. If you are completely, place. if it feels random, if it feels like I have no idea how to anticipate what's coming, that's a scary place to be. And when creators have to guess on whether or not they're going to be successful in the future, this puts a lot of stress on you 
tons of stress in the wondering game of what's going to happen. That's a very stressful place to be in and not a great place to run the, your business. The unknown of. is not a great place to operate a business out of. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it also, when you have to guess on whether or not you're going to be successful, it also is, has like an unhealthy amount of either pride of, oh yeah, I just think things are going to work out yeah. or huge amounts it's of foolish. insecurity, yeah. huge amounts of insecurity of whether or not and fear and all of that of whether or not you're going to be successful. And then when you have to guess whether or not you're going to be successful, it's also shaky ground financially. If you yeah. cannot depend on your business next month or in two months or whatever it is, that's a bad place to be in. Yeah. It's a bad totally. place to be so in. So we've watched creatives all the time um, flourish and we've watched people fail. Uh, you know, that's been us. We've flourished and we've failed in different parts of, of our journey running these businesses over the last totally. you know, eight, nine years. But through that all, there's very, very core things that people do to fail. And there's very core things that run through the strand of people that succeed. Yeah. And so we want to talk about what those you know things are. We want to give you an inside look at, we would even say the guaranteed factors to anyone's success. Anyone who's gone mm-hmm. and to define the success today, we're just going to put a number on it. Anyone who's gone six figures plus and above and then stayed there. Someone who's continually built their income and has broken the $100,000 mark has gone up, you know, shooting up towards multi six figures, but being able to hold it there and not having like a great little strike, you know, of gold like you talked about, and then it all disappearing. We want to talk about the people that are successful because they not only are making good money, but they're being consistent. Yeah. Which and is we really think, important. And we think it's going to help give control back over this and take out a lot of that guesswork of whether or not things are going totally, to be successful. Totally. So in order to take out that guesswork, in order to give you confidence in what you're doing in your business, how you should be doing it. And if you're on track to be successful, well, here's the four things. The first thing is successful people, successful creatives, people who succeed in the creative industry are always people who are focused on becoming more self-aware. Now, when we say self-aware, um, we're not talking necessarily about like crazy interpersonal self-awareness stuff. That stuff is really important too, but we're talking about like business self-awareness. So yeah, becoming self-aware in your business is all about being honest with yourself and how things are going honest about how your business is going and then allowing other people to be honest with you. Being self-aware is is just as much being like, you know, introspective on your own business as it is allowing people to be, you know, putting perspective into your head about your own business. Being self-aware is super important that you can look at your current situation and go, what is currently going on? That is what yeah. self-awareness is, very simply. So here's the key to business self-awareness. It's knowing what has worked and knowing what has to change. If you can have self-awareness, you're going to be able to do those two things. Knowing what has worked in your business and knowing, oh shoot, that hasn't worked. I've got to stop putting my energy, time, money, finances, whatever it's going to be into that area because that needs to change. You cannot make those decisions if you're not self-aware. So successful people are people that become incredibly self-aware over those things. So if you float through your business with no like thermometer of really like, hey, what's been hot? What's been cold? What's worked? What's not worked? Yeah, You're going to be struggling because you're always just going to be going like, well, we'll try this. And you have no, you have no recollection of like, should I do that again? Or should I not do that again? So again, business self-awareness is so crucial. Every successful person in this industry is focused on that. Now, once you are self-aware in your business and you start seeing your business for its true colors, you have to actually 
act on that self-awareness though. So the question is, what tools, processes, systems, you know, people, um, advice do you need in your business in order to improve it so the next job, month, opportunity, or season of your business is more successful than the last one? That's the question that business self-aware people are really starting to ask themselves. So that is what self-awareness is all about. Taking an honest look at your situation, doing what's necessary to improve it, rather than just hoping it's going to get better. That is what having self-awareness in your business is all about. I'm going to say that again. Having self-awareness in your business is all about taking an honest look at where your business is at, surveying everything and going, what do I need to do to improve it rather than just sitting back and hoping it's going to improve itself. Mm, So good. And then number two is that people who succeed have extreme clarity around the problems that they solve and who it's for. We're big, we're we preach this at Creative Rise all the, time. all the time. It's you are not just a creative, you're a problem solver. And if you don't yeah. understand that you solve problems, you're going to lose every time when it comes to building great trusting relationships with your clients. So if you can't name off two to three clear, clear. solutions to the problems that your clients have, you're just not going to be very successful. You're out of luck. You, you are out of luck. So two to three clear problems that your client faces every single day that you have solutions to. Because the person who best communicates your the client's problem is the one who gets permission to solve it. Yeah, every I single love time. That line. And so, write down who are these clients, right? Literally, you can write down all the different services you have and the types of people that those serves. Categorize oh, oh, them. Word map or what's it called? Word mind map. Mind map. Mind map yeah. it out. Uh, mind map it out. <laughs> and you write down all of your different types of clients. Or if you only have one type of client, write down that Greg. client. You can even put a name to that person. Hey, Greg. Greg's got these problems and just start listing out Mm -hmm. all the problems that he has. Make sure they're clear. To repeat that line, the person who can simply communicate the client's problems the best gets permission to solve it. It's a tweet that. Tweet that. (laughs) I don't have a Twitter, but tweet that. You don't have Twitter? No. Oh, I have Twitter. I haven't used Twitter. (laughs) Who uses Twitter? I'm not going to tweet that. So if you want to tweet that, go ahead and tweet it. Um, Don't tag Just make sure you... Tag the creative rights podcast. Yes. So um, write down those, write down all those problems and then connect them to the solutions that you have yeah. and then memorize that stuff. Memorize mm-hmm. exactly what problem that is to connect to what solution that is. Not yeah. just your service, but the solution, what it does for the client. And another reason why you might be saying, but why do problems matter if I've got my solution dialed? Well, your solution holds no weight if it doesn't have a problem you know, yeah. that it's countering. So mm-hmm. until you can really set a problem beside your solution, your solution holds no weight, right? And until you can actually find a solution that you can develop and offer people in your business, you won't get paid to solve the problem, right? So those yep. two kind of go hand in hand. So here's problem a quick- is what makes it interesting. Yeah, so here's, here's, what, here's a quick checklist um, that you can ask yourself to make sure that you are gonna end up being a person who succeeds because they have extreme clarity on the problems they solve and who it's for. Does your website effectively communicate that you understand the problems and have a solid solution? And I'm going to go even further to say, we probably should have said, does your brand, does your brand have, you know, a way of effectively communicating that? Does your social media say that? Does the way you talk in emails, does your email signature, does your, you know, your website do all the things that involve your brand effectively communicate that you understand the problems that your client has and you have a solid solution for them. Mm. If you can check that, boom, you're on your way to becoming someone who succeeds because they have extreme clarity on these things. The second thing on the checklist is do your proposals, do your pitches, do the things that you give to somebody to try and rope in business, 
actually communicate the needs your client has and how it matches your solutions. Just like Christy said, solutions have to match a problem. And so do your proposals, sales calls, whatever things, you know, match that. Third thing is, big part of the checklist, in your sales conversation, so in that deeper level of like about to sell somebody in something, do you emotionally connect to their current problematic state? And I love, I love this point. And do you paint a picture of a futuristic world where that problem is gone and show them how you can actually help them get there? Mm, that's really good. Do you do that? If you can check those three things, you know, does your brand effectively communicate the problems they have and that you have a solution? Does your proposals and, you know, pitching, does your hooky style stuff that you try and get people's attention with to then sell them communicate that? And in those deeper sales conversations, do you paint a picture of a futuristic state of the world that they want to move to, but first you painted the problem that they're currently living in and then you show them how to take them there? Do you do that? Yeah. You can check all three of those, you're on your way to doing something really good. If right. you can't check any of those, you've got to start developing those things. Yeah. These if are, you want to be someone who succeeds. Yeah. And, these are the keys to really building the revenue in your business. You yeah. can't grow without understanding the problems that you solve for your clients. You just can't grow. So if you really want to grow and if you really want to increase your income, you say, I understand the problems that I'm solving, but I'm still not, I'm not able to break an income threshold or I'm not able to actually just create more money because I'm doing it right. I understand their problem and I'm communicating that well, but I want to make more money in my business. This is what you do. You figure out what are bigger and better problems to solve. More pressing problems, more important problems. Because the amount you get paid is dependent on the size and quality and quantity of the problems that you solve. We always say that. That's so, like a classic creative line. Your income will reflect the quantity and quality of the problems you solve in life. Yeah. So if you want to get paid more, if you want to grow your business, if you want to you know, step into the six-figure range, into multi-six figures, all you have to do is focus on solving bigger and more pressing problems. And talk about that in your business. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, I can remember the days as a younger teenager when I started my business where I would get stoked on shooting a whole day's worth of content for a brand. I'd go and plan a whole brand shoot, go out and spend, you know, like money on making it happen. I would be like paying for gas, doing all this stuff. And I would charge like 500 bucks for the day. And I was so excited about that. And that was great for the season of life I was in. That was amazing. That was a great foundation to the business I ended up building. And now, you know, there's days where we'll charge... $15,000 for a four hour consult, you know, with a company. And that didn't happen because I just continued to like get excited about doing things and, and try to get really good at what I was doing on that $500 day. $500 a day turned into like a $15,000 half day because I decided I wanted to start solving bigger and better solutions for people, more pressing problems, problems that had more weight on the other side, more wagering things that if I could solve for them, a lot of things would go away. A lot of problems would disappear for people. I focused on those and that was a quick way to scale my business and uh, do a lot of other things, but right. it's really important. Yes. So if you, again, that second point was people who succeed get crystal clear about the problems they solve and who they're solving them for. Totally. And then and the third point is People who succeed have a plan. Yeah. They have an actual plan that they follow, which Joey and I have experienced this in our own businesses. We've watched hundreds of people have this exact same mentality. And it's this, they basically run into the year and they start booking things and they're having a great time. And they're it's like, making, shoot, it's already they're, April. They're cashing like, checks and all that kind of stuff. Track of anything. But then they get to December 31st. And they're like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what I made this last year. Like, I have no idea. Like, we've talked to people, we've been on coaching calls where we said, okay, how much did you make this last year? And they go, 
I have no idea. Hold on. Let me go I've check my in, honey book. I've like, been in rooms with people at like entrepreneurial events and somebody goes, I don't even know how much money is in my bank account. And I'm like, what? And they're like, I'm scared to look at my bank account and all this stuff. And it's, it's yeah. because they're so terrified of, of what's going on because they don't have a plan. Yes. They're so scared. They don't want to look at anything. And we've all been there. So no shame. But now is the time. I, you need a plan. You, you need, need a plan that. for your business yeah. in order to be successful. Totally. So people who succeed always have a plan. And the plan always generally revolves around these four things. So these are the four things you need to make a plan for. Number one is you need to have a solutions plan. So your solutions are the, you know, the results that you get for your clients. You need to have a plan on how you're going to take somebody there, how you're going to develop that solution, how you're going to better that solution, how you're going to, again, consistently make sure that you're getting that, your clients that, that solution um, in the way that you want to get it. This sounds small, but a lot of people don't have a like solution plan. Another word for this would be like a product development plan, right? Like coming up with, hey, how do we better what we do as a company? How do we solve a plan to have solving bigger and you know better problems? Like I just mentioned earlier, I had to have a plan to go from making five hundred bucks a day to fifteen and a half thousand dollars a day for like a you know half day. That didn't just happen. I had a plan yeah. to get there. So number one is you have to have a solutions plan. You have to have a solutions plan. Number two, you got to have a marketing plan. Now that you have your solutions, you have the products or service that you know can change your customers' lives. How do you get that lingo that, hey, I'm over here and I can help you change your life. I can get rid of those problems. How do you get that in front of them? That's all marketing is. Marketing is just the repetition of getting people to memorize that you can solve a problem for them. That's all marketing is, right? So in order to be successful, people who are successful, people in the six-figure plus, you know, in consistent six-figure, multi-six-figure range in creative business stuff, they always have a plan for marketing. They always have a plan for marketing. So service number three is you have to have a service or product fulfillment plan. So this means how are you actually going to like systematize and plan and make a plan for delivering your services? And another part of this plan is how many of those services a year do you want to deliver? How many of those you know, products per month do you want to sell? If you have no plan for that, the next step is going to be really difficult. Um, but you've got to have a plan for your services or product fulfillment stuff. And last but not least, all of those things kind of tie into the last plan you need. And this is the most important plan and the plan that most people overlook because they're scared to talk about it or they don't have a healthy relationship with it. But you have to have a financial plan. You have to have a financial plan. Nobody who crosses the six-figure mark gets into multi-six figures or you know consistently stays there, gets there or stays there without a financial plan. You just can't, you can't you can't have a bad relationship with money and get there or stay there. So in order to get there, if you're somebody going, I want to get there, or hey, I'm there, but I'm worried I'm not going to stay there. Ask yourself, how is my financial plan? How do I manage money? What am I expecting to make this year? What can I look forward to making this year? How can I create a plan each month? Take what you want to make in a year, break it down by 12, figure out what you got to do each and every single month, break that down into every single week, break that down into every single day so you know exactly what you got to do to make your financial plan goals happen. Yeah. That is so game changing. When you know your numbers and I like numbers. I like money, like math stuff, like the math around the money stuff. 
So I have no problem getting comfortable with that. I know a lot of people aren't like that, mm-hmm. but you have to get comfortable with that. You have to go through learning about what your numbers are, learning how to manage your money, learning how, you know, how do I balance what's coming in versus what's going out? How do I, you know, set aside things for this and that? You have to do that if you want to become somebody who is successful as a creative business owner and steps into the, you know, six-figure plus consistent multi-six-figure range. Yeah. Non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. You have to have a plan for that. So yeah. The reason why you have to have a plan for all of these things is because most humans, um, ourselves included, do not rise to the occasion. Humans consistently, it's proven over time, fall to our lowest level of preparation. So if you have no plan, you're probably operating your business out of a space where you're currently just falling to whatever you prepped for, you know, um, for whatever you're doing in your business. And if you have no plan for that, you're probably falling really low and you're operating out of a place that's not great. Um, That's not going to put you in a successful spot. So you want to make sure you can get a plan, make the plan as good as possible surrounding all of those things, solutions, marketing, service and product fulfillment stuff, financial plans. You want to get that stuff figured out so that when you fall to your lowest level of planning, you're still good because your plan's pretty darn good. That's good. Um, Last point is people who succeed always feed the beast. They know that they have to invest time and money to upgrade their business. So speaking of a financial plan, I got the term feed the beast from our financial planner. I was like, (laughs) did you? Yeah. I was like, remember I was like, Hey Mitch, like I've got whatever amount of money we had just in cash in reserves that were sitting there from whatever season of of life that was. And I was like, should I I remember we were like, should we buy a couple homes and like turn them into real estate investment properties? And he was just like, feed the beast. Yeah. Feed the beast. He's like, your business will always get at the stage in life you're in and the age you're at. He said, your business will always get a higher return than any kind of traditional investment. So I'm stealing your point. That's all but right. all I'm saying is you're going to do a really good job of explaining this, but our financial plan, our financial planner was like, feed the beast. Shout out to so Mitch. Shout you've got to Mitch. feed the beast. Yeah. Go for it. So successful people understand that a business grows when you feed it, right? That yeah. investing back into your business will always give you a great return because people can't take away what you learn in between your ears, right? Yeah. Like they cannot they take, take away that. that type of investment. So people that are successful are people who are excited to, not begrudgingly to, but excited to invest in things like masterminds. They're excited to invest in things like coaches. They're excited into different experience and communities that are going to enhance their knowledge, enhance their value, which in turn enhances their business. Mm -hmm. This is huge. So when people do this, they, you know, um, they're the type of people that say, Hey, I freely cannot do it alone. They admit that they understand investing back into their businesses is always going to yield a greater return for their future. And they always understand that investing in themselves, like Christy had said, is not something somebody can take away. So, so, so important to understand those things. You've got to feed the beast. And that's, that's something that I could talk about all day because I've seen that. Yeah. So many people get so ecstatic about like, you know, what are the, oh, I've got like $10,000. Like, what should I do with it? And it's like, put it back into your business. Mm-hmm. How did you make that 10 grand? Oh, my business made it for me. Well, then put it back into the business and watch how it's going to make you more, right? Like, yeah. so simple, and, yet so many people don't follow that principle. Right. And make sure you're in, it, you are reinvesting that money into things that are going to make you more money. Yeah. There are, what are things, income producing investments. There are, there are quote unquote, what people say they're investing back into their business of like, oh, I'm going to get this new gear or I'm going to get this new software or something like that. Now, while that might maybe help you create like a more quality product, 
it really doesn't have quite the correlation to actually making you more money. Yeah, it's not They're, necessarily going to give you the biggest return. Exactly. Yeah. So focusing on things that are going to give you a great return and a great investment of your money is the most important thing. And also when it comes to investing in things like masterminds and communities or whatever you choose, figuring out what's going to give you a great level of support. Because when your challenge level rises, which always happens the longer you're in business and the more you dive into your business, the the more challenges you're going to face. If your level of support does not also raise with your challenges, you'll get crushed. You'll get crushed under the weight of the pressure, under the problems that you face. Because again, if you're trying to make more money, you're trying to probably meet bigger and better problems, which means you're own challenges of meeting those needs is going to go up as well. So investing in things like masterminds, communities, supportive places, that is going to, gosh, like yield so much return for you running your business. And so make sure that your level of support reaches your level of challenge. Successful people in this industry always do that. So if you're looking at these four indicators and it makes you go, shoot, this is not looking good for me. Like on every yeah. single one of those, I'm like, I am zero for 10 on all of those. Don't worry because we've got an opportunity for you that is happening this week that you probably already know about. But we want to want to tell you a little yeah. bit If you want to raise your self-awareness, gain clarity on the problems you solve, build systems and processes to help you develop a plan for your business. And you want to support and guidance, you know, a community around you to help you succeed. We already talked about it. We've always been talking about it. The Creative Rise Mastermind is like built exactly on those four things. Yeah. We built it because we were like, we're tired of people's challenges rising and their support dropping, right? Yeah. Like, I love how you said that when your challenges rise, if your support does not rise with it, you're not going to beat those challenges. And so the Creative yeah. Rise Mastermind is our signature six-week program. Mastermind, it's not a program. It's so different than a program. Program is something you get and you do on your own. A mastermind is something you 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 opt into and you're challenged and pushed through something with a bunch of people and everyone grows and, and everyone's held accountable, which is really cool. Yeah. So as we said at the beginning of this podcast, it's already filling up. Spots are flying, which is just so exciting because we've now run this. This is our sixth time. Mm-hmm. And it is such a gift to get to just lock arms with people and get to like develop this community um, and get to lead this community as people go, hey, I'm not done yet. My business is not where I want it to be. I want more. And they come in and we go, great. So do all these other people. And everyone's yeah. going to help each other do that. It's such a cool thing. It's really cool because especially if you're listening to this podcast and especially the part where you were going, I don't have a marketing plan. I don't have a financial plan. I actually don't even have goals for financial, like what I want to reach for next year or whatever that is, but I desire that. This is stuff you learn in the mastermind. You will walk out with a plan for your solutions. You'll walk out with a plan for your financials. You'll walk out with a plan for your marketing. We are equipping you to run a profitable business and to get the ne- get to the next stage of where you want to go. And you're doing it with a group of like-minded creatives. It's actually the six weeks to make it really clear. Week one is all about redefining your brand and like your identity in that. And so there's a lot of talk about money. There's a lot of talk about everything to do with your brand. Yeah. Week two is all about going, hey, how can we like really make sure that the problems that you know we think we're solving we're solving well. How can we develop all that stuff, right? So it's it's mm-hmm. coming up with all of that. Week three is all about networking, um, which is huge. You've got to understand how to work with people well and how to be you know relationally good with people. That is undeniably a huge factor of success. Week four is all about marketing. 
like Christy just said, how do you actually fuel things? How do you get your name in front of people? How do you actually, you know, develop ways that are going to attract people that want to be sold so you can grow your business? Week five mm-hmm. is all about how do you take that and scale the heck out of it? You know, what are systems to scale? We teach a really, really fun, um, you know, system that I'm not even going to talk about it because it's so fun. Um, but uh, in week in week five, we talk about that. Um, actually, I'm going to talk about it. It's called the customer value journey. I said, I was like, that sounds weird. It sounds like I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I totally know what it is. What I'm saying is that's something that's like so protected in the mastermind. And we yeah. love teaching that with people, you know, helping them go, Hey, how do I bring in a customer all the way till they're a raving fan of me? Like, what does that journey look like? We help you develop mm-hmm. that. And then week six is always going, okay, we've learned everything about the foundations of growing a really, really sustainable and good creator business. How do we do that in a healthy way? How do yeah. we make sure that we are doing the healthy hustle? That's what we actually called the week. It's always called the healthy hustle. How do we, you know, help you succeed while also keeping the reins on your life? Yeah, because that's so important out. to us here at Creative Rise. So yeah, it's such a fun community, you guys. It's awesome. Every so here's kind of how the program a little bit works on a week basis. Is every mm-hmm. every Monday our modules are released. <laughs> yes. I always think is it Sunday night or Monday? No, Monday. Monday modules are released so you can go through those at your own pace. Get them for life, which is awesome. It's really cool. So you'll get all of those that you go through week by week and you're going again through it with the community, but that is at your own pace. You'll also every Thursday we have our group calls, which mm. are so much fun. That's best part of the week. Amazing, yeah. People are a little it bit becomes, crying at the yeah, last one because like it's, yeah. it's over at the six yeah. weeks. But it's a ton of fun. Joey yeah. and I are on there with you guys. We're masterminding together. That's when the beauty of being all together happens mm-hmm. to solve each other's problems and just getting to the next level. Um, you'll also have a two-on-one individualized coaching strategy session with Joey with and I during the six-week program. That's really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a ton of other yeah. bonus things like contract templates and pitching templates and just lots of stuff like that. All the things that... People have always had questions about, but it's just so hard. If, if you're sitting here going, I have so many questions, but I just can't find like the right person or place to ask them and get really good answers. Yeah. That is exactly what a mastermind is for. Mm-hmm. Putting you in a room with a bunch of other people who have similar questions, but even better, have great answers. Everyone's got a great answer, you know, and somebody else has got a great question. And so pairing all those things together just shows that people's businesses can grow rapidly when done together. So yeah, it's at awesome. Creative Rise, we exist to build a world where more people succeed while doing what they love. And this yeah. is the best way we can help people do that. So yeah. if you're sitting here going, I need a nat, all you got to do, go to the show notes. You can see um, how you can apply. It's application only. Now, why do we make it application only? It's always application only because we want to make sure that people that are going to be getting accepted into this because we never have enough spots for the amount of people that want to get into it. We yeah. only have a small amount of spots, especially now, small amount of spots left. You have to, you have to, you have to make sure the right people are in the room. The people that are serious about growing their businesses are the ones that we accept. So that's why it's application only. The application is really easy. All you got to do is go to creativerise.com or you can just go to the link in the, in the bio of our Instagram or you can just click on the show notes and you'll see it. But yeah, we'll see you there. We are happy to answer any question you have. So text us. We'd love to chat on whether or not this is right for you. And we are pumped. So we'll just encourage you. The successful people in this industry, the ones that can predict their future, answer these four questions really, really well. Again, are they incredibly self-aware? Number two, do they understand very clearly and have extreme clarity on the problems they solve and who they're solving them for? Number three, do they have a plan? Gotta have a plan. And number four, are they feeding the beast? Are you feeding the thing that's making you money? Are you putting money back into your business in the right way? Yeah. Right? Yep. Anyways, we're so glad you guys are here. Thanks for being us, being with us for another week. Uh, we hope this was so valuable. Let us know. 
get in touch with us. Can't wait to chat with you. See you guys. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.